This is Harry Hall Football. On today's show, we talk about Redskins news from the week. We break down the rookie camp. We talk about all the other Redskins signings from the week. Tom's trivia and much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's yo. up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo. Welcome to Harry Hog Football 78 episode. The episode that almost wasn't. Hey, speaking of yo-yos, Duncan means yo-yo. Thanks to Duncan Yo-Yos for uh, our sponsor this week. <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, they hear us every week saying, yo, 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 they figure they may as well sponsor us. That makes sense. And thank you for that case of the, uh, the old school light-up ones. And when, you know, you flick them, they, they, they light up as they go down and they come back up. So when you walk in the dog, it's like you get light in there. Yeah, the glow is. Sweet. Thanks, Duncan. Duncan means yo, yo, yo. And the What's butterfly yo, yo's. Yeah, that would be funny if we put like in the Harry Hog like like website. We could have Duncan Yo Yo with the Harry Hog thing on there and when you spin it around it would line up and say yo 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 like in a big circle. <laughs> Dude, where'd that yo where'd that yo 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 thing come from anyway? I don't know, we just started doing it for some reason. What episode did yeah. we start doing it on? Episode two, but that's lost forever, so episode three as far as anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that we did it way back then? Here's a trivia question for this week. On what episode did we start saying yo, yo, yo? <laughs> if you're not sure, you can download all, what, 79 episodes? 79? This is 79, right? This is 78. 78. 78, 78. You can download all 78 minus one, which is the episode number two, which is lost forever. It's on some island in the Pacific with, uh, you know... Hot women and a bunch of gnarly men, and they they plane crash there. Anyway, it was a pretty crappy episode. Anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> lost. In yeah, any event, and speaking of, we don't have too terribly much to talk about this week. We were going to talk about what we know from the rookie camp. Um, some rookies showed up, I hear. Some rookies and drafted. Um, come on out. Uh, Brian Westbrook's brother, Brian Westbrook, of course, of the Eagles, um, his brother showed up. Apparently, he tried out. What position does he play? Yeah, he does. <laughs> like he always does. What's up with the Redskins getting everyone's brothers and crap? Carson Palmer's brother? Yeah. Tim ha- Matt Hasselbeck's brother? Yeah, Tim Hasselbeck. That's right, Gordon Palmer. What is this other guy's name, that guy? The blue-white guy. Here you go. Here's here's another trivia question. How many brothers of someone from another team have the Redskins picked up since their start? (laughs) Oh, geez, that was good lord. We'd actually have to give something away for real for that one. That would take take some massive reset search, and I don't just mean Googling it either. How many brothers have the Redskins picked up? <laughs> It'd be funny. It'd be like, Google has found one million pages in .23 <laughs> seconds. 
Dude, Redskins aside, the Redskins have signed at least one uh, one veteran, actually a veteran running back, Derek Laylock, for uh, those of you who remember him, he played for the Jets. And uh, we'll say he played for Kansas City. He yeah. played for Kansas City, maybe he didn't play. Yeah, he played for the Jets, he played for Kansas City. I think and, he was. Uh, he showed up for the rookie camp, even though he's not a rookie, and they, they signed him for a little bit of depth behind the. Portis meant to duo, the dynamic duo. Yeah, he was a uh, fifth-round pick back in 2001. Yeah, he's a Washington area uh, local, so I guess he was just hanging out at home. He's like, oh, the Redskins are trying people out this weekend? I don't know. Dude, 20, 27 years old. Why he do we from, need him? Yeah, so, yeah, a little bit of death, and I believe they released uh, who's that Carter guy that they released. He was one of those running backs. Kerry um, Carter? Yeah, yeah, something like that. But, dude, why did they sign that Blaylock dude if we've already got, um, you know, Porter's Betts, Rock Cartwright, um, who's the other one that I'm forgetting that you kind of like? Sellers. Sellers. Well, he's more of a fullback. But still, <laughs> how many do we need, man? I, I mean, they figured, you know. They, they, he could be. He could find a place on the roster if he starts showing up. You know, gets love special teams. He does. That's true. So maybe, maybe he, uh, maybe he could be someone who could who could show up on special teams and, and be out there and do something. Or he could be someone like T.J. Duckett that would, they just pay money to for no reason. <laughs> Sit on the bag. The, the best would be like I want to do a guy named T.J. Duckett, <laughs> <laughs> so that they can you know raise ticket prices and junk like that. <laughs> That's true, but but the, the, Blaylock's what he's like twenty seven years old, so he's uh, amongst all those rookies, he's definitely the oldest guy there. Yeah, they uh, they signed another guy, a uh, tight end, uh, tight end Zach Hilton. Dude, that guy's like, huge. He's six foot seven. This guy's a massive dude. <laughs> um, he's six sixty two. But, I mean, he's mad tall. I was looking at the picture on, on com of him earlier, and he, he's, he's really tall. How much does he and weigh? He, he looks like, he looks like, 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 you know, my giant, like, he's standing next to some Bill Crystal looking guy. How much you know, does he weigh? He's, uh, he's like next to me, and I'm pretty big. Yeah, yeah, Josh is pretty tall. He would dwarf me. How much does he weigh? Well, apparently this guy, this guy's a, a, what is he, a first year plus second year player, I guess now? Um, he's played a couple of years, I believe. So he he might end up being somebody to attach himself to the roster. Can he block um, behind Todd Yoder and Decker? Dude, you don't even know if that Ecker dude's going to make the team. He was a seventh round pick. That's true. You never know. He was injured for basically a senior season, so. Ask me if I care. Speaking of, dude, I was watching this thing on the Redskins 81 draft class. And did you know that um, Clint Didier was picked in, like, the ninth round? Back when they had all those extra rounds, yeah. I was like, do they even have a ninth round? I don't know what year it is that they stopped doing the rounds. I think they stopped them at seven. But, yeah, it used to go back to, like, the 12th yeah. round, I think it was. I think it did, yeah. At this point, those guys are just undrafted rookies. Um, pretty much. But half the time now, fifth rounders don't even make the team. Uh, but anyway, what about this HB Blades dude? Um, I heard something about him this week. I just can't remember what it was. Out of 
said that they said that they were. I saw some article. I didn't read it though. Said that they were all nervous, or I saw the headline. Did you guys read that article? Nervous about what? I don't know. It said rookies at Redskins rookie camp were all nervous. Maybe they just sucked. I don't know. Yeah, I read. I think I read the same article that they were just kind of really crappy on the first day or so because you know they're all nervous. They're like, oh man, here we go. And that's why they don't have, like, the big dogs there playing with them because they just stomp them into the ground on the first day. Uh, but no, when they were talking about um, uh, Landry, the first day was like, yeah, it pretty much sucked. It was really, really fast. But I'm starting to catch up already. So, you know, I guess that's, that's to be expected. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, most of the guys that were at the, the camp over the weekend are not going to be on the team, obviously. And I know OTAs are starting to come up, so we're going to see people getting cut and signed here and there as we go all the way to the, the uh, June 1st, um, the next round of uh, free agent deals. Right. We're hopefully going to get a, a defensive end of some kind or a defensive tackle. Speaking of, Aaron, you were talking about this earlier, the Michael Strahan rumor that fired up again. Yeah, man, I saw that too, but it looked like, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it was interesting. I could totally see Danny, uh, Danny wanting to uh, take a look there. I guess. But. Well, it said that the Redskins had some, um, or that the Danny assigned some of their scouts to like build a report about Strahan, and they basically said um, that they didn't want him. The Giants, yeah, they're basically like he's over the hill. He's just a pass rusher, kind of like uh, Bruce Smith. Yeah, but dude, the Giants are never going to, uh, they won't, they won't get rid of Strahan. I know, and then, um, well, some guy was like, the Redskins are so stupid, maybe they should trade him. They should trade him to the Redskins. But I was like, dude, and then Skin Patrol was on there and rebutted him, at least, on this article. He was like, dude, what are you talking about? And I was like, that doesn't make sense. They just, the whole article just said the Redskins did a report and said they didn't want him, so why are you? Giants fan saying that the Redskins are so stupid that they should trade them to him. <laughs> yeah, this kind of sounded like a total class. <laughs> but I think his point, his whole point was the Redskins have made so many bad picks and everything, or bad bad uh, trades and whatnot over the last few years. Yeah, that, that it would be typical of the Redskins to do such a thing to pay for someone who was old and overrated. All right. Um, not saying that Michael Strahan is older or overrated because I think he's still got a good amount left in the gas tank. I agree. But, That's what I was about to say. I think he's still got you know good amount left. I think I think he's got more left than uh than, than Bruce Smith did when he made it to the Redskins. He, he he's not a dick like Bruce Smith was. He's always a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I think last year Strahan played nine games and had three sacks. And I think that's probably about as many as the whole entire Redskins team. <laughs> yeah, so, well, there you go. But then the well, year before that, he had, I think, 11 and a half sacks, which is pretty, you know, sizable there. Right. Well, we're talking about, like, linebackers and stuff. I mean, like, we just signed, so we've signed, uh, what's his name, Sarts? Sarts and, uh, and Blades, right? They're not well, signed yet, dude. Drafted them. Okay. They're not signed. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. So they've been drafted, right? Then Starts and Blades. Uh, then we got, uh, of course, Marcus Washington's going to, uh, he'll be a starter. We got London Fletcher. Um, Lamar Marshall. Lamar Marshall. Uh, Rocky McIntosh. You know, where are the, are the, are we just looking at, uh, 
looking to back us. Do you, do you see any of these new guys getting any significant play this year if we sign them? I don't even think – one of those two guys, Dallas Sarts or HB Blades, are not going to make the team. You think they're going to be cut? Mm-hmm. I think so. I would love to see both of them make the team because they do – the Redskins do need depth of linebacker. They do. They do. We were talking about last week. It's like, what What do they do with drafting two linebackers but, but in a safety and, and a tight end? But then you think, oh, geez, we do need help at all those spots. We need depth. And that's, that's been the big issue with the Redskins for the last few years going through free agency. There's no young depth to right. come up through the ranks and take care of stuff. And it just showed how many holes are on the team, the glaring holes. Right. Um, that needed to be filled on offense and defense. Well, don't forget, like, uh, you know, Marcus Washington just had a hip surgery. So, right. Major hip surgery. Major hip surgery. We don't know what he's going to come back, you know, what kind of condition he's going to come back with. And Rocky McIntosh is coming back from surgery, too. So, but apparently they think enough of him, they wouldn't give him up for Lance Briggs. So, oh, speaking of, I heard today that the Bears have no other offers for Lance Briggs. So it looks well, like he's either going to be been saying that Lance Briggs is not as good as he thinks he is, but he's more of a, uh, <laughs> speaking of Greg Williams, he's more a, a part of the scheme than he is a great, great player. And I don't know about that. To me, he's a pro bowler. Yeah, but look here. But, I mean, we all know how overrated pro bowl being elected to the pro bowl is anyway. I mean, Tony Rumbo went to the pro bowl for Christ's sake. Dude, he's also got Brian Erlacher there. Exactly. John, was it you that said that you didn't think the Bears were even going to go to the playoffs this year? This year? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Bears are going to make the playoffs this year. I think they've lost a lot of important pieces. They're going to see how important Thomas Jones was to the team, who for some reason has never given the respect he deserves. Um, the Jets gave him some love, but we'll see how that ends up working out there. Um, but in business, I, I don't see it. I think there's a lot of questions there, and they, they definitely need a quarterback. I can't understand why they still keep sticking with Rex. Yeah. Hmm. Makes no sense. Hmm. But anyway, the Bears. The Bears. So, uh, if I understand correctly, OTA start Tuesday, the, uh, the 8th of this month. That would be the first OTA. Which is the big deal because this is when all the Redskins are expected. They don't have to be there, quote unquote, but every single one is expected to be there because all the guys that uh, lobbied with Joe Gibbs about going, you know, down to Thuju to work out places like that, Arizona to work out places like that, instead of having to stay at Redskins Park all year round working out and then doing the OTAs, they're all expected to show up. That was kind of the uh, trade off. They're like, okay. You can go train where you want to if you really want to, but you have to be here for OTAs. You know, it's kind of like... You really have to, but they have to. It's kind of like, dude, you know, like, you don't have to be home for Thanksgiving as long as you're home for Christmas. Something like that. Yeah, man. Good point. So, minicamp's coming up in June, June 15th through 17th. So, I believe when the OTAs are kind of come together, come to a head, and we'll see what's going on with the team. Yeah. Football be right around the corner. It's right around the roid. We rounded the roid. We rounded the roid of the offseason. We rounded the roid and hit the taint. And we're coming on up. Oh, no. We've <laughs> <laughs> gone too far. Oh, it's man. all right, dude. It's the offseason. There's no one listening anyway. 
<laughs> Except for we did get a couple of international emails this week. We got an email from um, Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong. You didn't get these, John? I thought I forwarded yeah. these to you. Yeah, I got it. We got one from Hong Kong and one from the uh, UK, Britain, I think. Excellent. London. And, uh, oh, and hey, hey, listener, dude from um, London, John's going to be over there in a few months. So maybe you guys can get oh, together dude, yeah. and drink a pint and talk about the skins. Dude, I'll be over there in, uh, I think, the 24th through the 27th of July. I'll be in London. <clears throat> Maybe we'll London, London. The Monarchs are still playing. Maybe we can get your game there. Well, the dude... Maybe Arsenal's playing. Maybe we can get your game. Speaking of... That, that, that's football you're talking about, but speaking of football over there, uh, yeah. you know, I put up a post the other day because I found it was interesting. It was... Uh, I guess it was Saturday afternoon, and I just happened to click on NFL Network and uh, saw the Das Berlin Thunder as they were <laughs> they were playing the Cologne um, Centurions. Centurions. Yeah, man. And uh, the uh, the thing that caught my eye was uh, was Nick Novak playing for Das Berlin Thunder. Um, Nick Novak, you know, of course. Was uh, was our kicker last year for what, like five games? Five I don't know, games, man. right? Anyway. All I know is he kicked the one through that beat Dallas. He did, but right before that, remember he choked and like hooked it. And oh yeah, and then we drove back down and got blocked by Troy Vincent, who's now been cut, and then uh, run back by Sean uh, Sean Taylor, so that uh, could set him up one more time for a chance at redemption, and he actually put it through the uprights, but. Uh, the other day he got up at the end of the game. It was a great game. I was, you know, it was kind of like watching funky college ball. I've, I've never really watched uh, NFL Europa, but um, it was like all the, you could tell all these guys have something to prove, and they they had that attitude like I got something to prove. I'm going to get out here and try to prove it. Yeah, they got to prove uh, that they don't suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it, dude. Um, but uh, but basically they got got down to the end of the game and. The uh, the Thunder were down by three at the end of the game, and Nick Novak came out with eight seconds left on the clock. They wanted him to kick a field goal and tie it up. Dude choked from 36 yards and hooked it to the left. I knew it, though, man. I knew it going into I was like, Nick Novak, he's going to choke on this one. He's going to choke. And really, it's probably because of the whole karma situation where he didn't, uh, you know, he never called us back last year after we tried to get that interview with him. So, uh, yeah, that's a bit. Nick, if you want to turn it around, man, you need to uh, leave us a voicemail or something at uh, 202-657-HAIL. Make sure you dial 1. That's the uh, country code for the United States since you're in Europa. And, um, you know, leave us a voicemail and we'll call you back. Yeah, dude. Even uh, Daryl Green's agent got back to us. Yeah, said, even Daryl Green's agent responded to us when we tried to get Daryl on the show. He said no, I mean, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, he said it would cost a little bit more than we'd be able to afford to get him on there. Yeah. So. Yeah, like uh, how much money so, you got so. is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so Novak, uh, so Novak choked, huh? Yeah, he did. So anyway, it just choked. It, it, it was, uh, it was like um, opening up that wound that then led to that moment of greatness. But uh, you know, I just thought I'd bring it up. Oh, dude, another interesting tidbit: Chris J, who I think won the, um, did he win the trivia last week? Him and Tom. Anyway, he left a voicemail for us. Chris J uh, sent us in an email where um, this was pretty cool. 
his uh, mom was moving to Houston, Texas, or lived in Houston, Texas, and someone moved in next door to her. And she said, hey, uh, Chris, someone moved in next door to us that played in the NFL. His name's something Sanders. And he was like, Sanders? Who is it? And she found out, and it was Ricky Sanders. Imagine being a Redskins fan living in Texas, and then Ricky Sanders moves next door to you. I know, dude. And no, I thought it was in Tennessee, dude. No, it was in Houston, no, it's Texas. In, it's in Houston. Uh, was it really? He was wearing a yeah. Tennessee shirt in the picture that he sent us. That's right. We gotta put that picture up, man. That's yeah, we do. Yeah, definitely. Even better, though, dude. Um, if you can get us an interview with your good pal Ricky Sanders, that'd be sweet. Uh, <laughs> we'll conference you in. We'll conference. Uh, we'll conference Ricky in. Just go next door and say, hey, Ricky, man, what you doing? What you doing next Monday night? I'd just be like, hey, hey, Ricky, take us play-by-play play through that second quarter of the, the 88 Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey, Ricky, what was it like to catch a pass from Ronald Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> Here's Ricky Sanders. He throws it to him as he runs across, man. Classic, classic D.C. moment. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, oh, that was man. pretty cool. And we got listeners in Hong Kong, man. I bet that I bet the Brandon Lloyd show doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Far out. Thanks for contacting us from out there, you guys. We always appreciate that. Yeah, man, we really appreciate it. And um there were questions about uh from our listener, I think, in Hong Kong. There was somebody from, from the UK that also wrote and uh they wanted to know how to put their name on the map. They said, I keep clicking on the map but I can't uh it won't put a you know, a, a pin on the map. Well, really, you just need to click that link that will allow you to email us or email us at Harry Hog, uh, what is it? Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com. And, uh, we have to stick that on the map for you. It's not really interactive to that extent at this point. So, uh, we'll be happy to stick you on the map. Just send us an email and say, here's where I live. Give us like a town, uh, you know, or in some people's case out in, uh, Orange County. A zip code, a proper zip code. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Zip code from out in the UK too. We can figure it out. By the way. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Give us whatever the address is, and we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it on there for you. So basically, uh, we went from having Mr. Mister living in um, the ghetto of wherever he said it was <laughs> to Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Yeah. But anyway, um, also that guy from um, London was saying that. Their football game is the Giants against someone. I think it's a preseason game in London this summer. And well, he was that's sa- right. Yeah, he was saying that it's not the Redskins, but he's he's in the lottery to get tickets to that game. The lottery to get tickets to that game. Wow! And that game is going to be, I believe, at the New Wembley Stadium, which I believe is at least a hundred thousand feet. Wow! Somewhere around there, it's supposed to be massive, from what I've heard. Um. That's a lot of seats, but you know, I, I guess I could imagine that there would be a, a lottery for the tickets when you have one NFL game in ever, mm-hmm. you know, coming to your, your country, the one, one regular season game. Right. So that'd be pretty exciting no matter who it is if you live all the way over there. Hey, you know, John. If you're, if you're into football and not football. John, when you're in London, we might have to put you on assignment to interview that dude about what it's like to be a, a Redskins fan in um, Europe. But, you know, I remember uh, from back in the day, like the 80s, there is a Redskins fan club in England or in the U.K., and I'm, I'm going to see if I can figure out a way to get in touch with them, and maybe we can do something involved with that. 
a wild, wild over there across the pond this summer. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Be sweet. Anyway, um, you guys hear that music? Oh, yeah. That's right. It's time for Tom's Trivia. Last week, Tom's trivia question, I think John made it up. Um, do you remember it exactly something about first round draft picks by uh, Joe Gibbs in his tenure? Ones that he's actually made? Is that it, John? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was about to say, I really can't remember that far back. Um, but yeah, dude, thanks for the, uh, the refresher. Um, yeah, it was the, uh, the first round picks that Joe Gibbs has actually made that have traded away because he traded away a bunch of first round picks. Um, Especially the first time around. And he was really successful on a couple and really not on a couple. And this time around, the jury's still kind of out on many of them. So, um, we got, uh, two winners. Tom, of course, who pretty much gets every <laughs> trivia question. <laughs> did, he give, did he give us a question for this week? Yeah, he sent us one in, but he also got that one right. And a, a good old Onofrio from West Virginia sent it in. So, uh, congratulations to you guys, but since you've already won, um, before, you're not eligible to win the trip to the Bahamas, which was this week's. <laughs> which one? So, I had to put that one back off. So, anyway, the answer to the question was in 1981, uh, Mark May was the first round pick, which was the, according to the NFL Network, was the, uh, the Redskins draft class that year was the seventh best draft class. Uh, class of all time, where the Redskins oh, wow. took Mark May in the first round. Um, who was it in the second round? Running back. I forget. That was the '81 draft class, right? Yeah. Third round was uh, Russ Grimm. Uh, Joe Jacoby was a free agent, and then we already said Clint Didier. Um, I forget who else. John, you got that pulled up somewhere? Anyway, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't want to pull that out. Check that out. All right. Well, I'm you're. Gonna say we had uh, we had Mark May, Russ Grimm, and Tom Flick, Dexter Manley. Yeah, Dex- <laughs> Dexter Manley was. Dexter Manley that year too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who else? Oh, there? There's we a had Charlie Brown. Brown. Daryl Brown. That's right. Charlie Good Brown. Daryl Brown. Brown. Daryl Brown. Jerry Hill. Alan Kennedy. So yeah, a team right there. So I'm telling you. Wow, what a great year! And they uh, they attribute that all to uh, Bobby Beathard, um, who I wish we kind of still had there. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, if you guys get a chance to see it, I'm sure they'll run it again. Um, it was on the NFL Network, and it was um, the best draft classes. I forget the name of the you know whatever they called it, but. But then right after it was the worst draft classes, and the Redskins had some on there, too. So. Oh, well, geez. Just look at 1990, fill in the blank. So anyway, the answer to the question, 1981 was Mark May, 1983, Daryl Green, 1991, Bobby Wilson. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> 1992, Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard. And Desmond Howard. He, you know what? I think Desmond Howard was the beginning of the people who came to Washington. They were sucked. And were supposed to be good. And then they went somewhere else and did something great. Or the opposite. They were, kick, wasn't he an MVP in the Super Bowl one year? Didn't he run a kickback for a touchdown? Yeah. For like the Packers? 
he I think he was the start of it, dude. It was but it wasn't only people that were um supposed to be good or were supposed to be good and then sucked for the Redskins and then went somewhere else and were good. There were also all those people that were good somewhere else and then came to the Redskins and sucked, i.e. Archuleta. Yeah. All those guys. Yeah. Just fill in the blank from what, 2001. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. But anyway. Look- then after, after 92, then uh, we skip ahead to 2004 for the Jones right. tenure. Um, and that would have been Mr. Ronald McDonald, Sean Taylor Sox. <laughs> and then 2005, Carlos Rogers and Jason Campbell. And then, of course, right. 2006, they didn't have one. And then 2007, LeRon Landry. And to tell you the truth, I think the picks, well, Mark May and Daryl Green, you know, those were about as good as you can get. Right. Sean right. Taylor, Carlos Rogers, and Jason Campbell, they're shaping up pretty good, I think. Especially Sean Taylor. Carlos Rogers could, like, find his hands this year. But Sean Taylor. Leaving a 12-yard cushion on everybody. We'll see how that goes. Sean Taylor, no question, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Although, not just. He's kind of like the opposite character of Daryl Green, though. I mean, so anyway. Yeah. But anyway, well, they do though, and you know, I'm starting to think that the uh, the Redskins maybe they so they don't end up finding the NFL doesn't end up finding Sean Taylor and hopefully Leron Landry and all those other guys. Maybe they should start doing like saying the Ronald McDonald socks for an official uniform color kind of thing, so they have to wear that and alternate <laughs> alternate again, all the fines that they give players for uh, for a. Uh, Uniform infractions, all that stuff goes to charity anyway, so, you know, for a good cause. Maybe it goes to Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald House, yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, this week's question is, this was actually sent in by the Tom from Tom's Trivia himself. And he said said this is an easy one, but he wanted to, you know, get more people involved with Tom's Trivia. So here we go. (laughs) And it's a two-part question. Actually, it's a three-part question. First one, which team did the Redskins defeat in their final game at RFK Stadium? Second part, which team did the Redskins defeat in their first game at Jack Kent Cook Stadium, later to be known as FedEx Field? And the bonus question, who caught the game-winning touchdown in the first game at Jack Kent Cook, and who threw the pass? So, if you know the answer to those questions... Go ahead and send them in to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. Or leave us a or leave us a voicemail message with the answers at two oh two six five seven Hale. That's a local area code for Washington DC. That's right. And that's A J R R Y Hogfootball.com. Hogfootball.com. You are correct. And everyone that sent in emails saying they wanted to join the fantasy league, we were inundated with emails. We're, we're going to, yeah. all right, I was told by the commissioner, John, after I made that statement last week, that we're holding off until this summer to start making the list because the people that were in it last year have to get their first shot at their team. Oh, yeah, yeah. The people who were in the first season definitely impressed them. But if we have any, uh, any people who drop out or any open roster spots, if we're able to expand the league a little bit, then definitely those of you guys who wrote in, um, will, will be at the top of the list and are in fact at the top of the list. Yes. But, uh, so we got your emails. We have a long way to go to that point. So just there, So we got, and we will keep, we will keep you updated. Yeah. We got your emails. We got your name saved. Um, but 
at this point, we're not taking any more applications. <laughs> I mean, you can tell us if you want to be in, but we'll put your name on the list. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll put your name on the list. It'll be like the Redskins season ticket list. Yeah. <laughs> in about 20 years, you might come up and get a call. And <laughs> By the way, since last week was the, uh, the Trey Johnson episode, uh just thought you guys might like to know that uh, on eBay right now, there is a uh, Trey Johnson autographed rookie card. How much? Nine ninety nine. Dude, that'd make a great Christmas present for someone I know. <laughs> Man? Man? Is that what he was? Did you hear that? Dude, wasn't, wasn't Trey Johnson like on the Browns or something? He was on the Browns for a while. Was that before he was or on after? The Browns before the Redskins brought him back and he had to take number 67 because, uh, because number 77 had been taken. Right. Well, his rookie year, he was number 67. Hmm. His heyday, he was 77, though. Anyway, yeah. we always talk about two <laughs> players. We always talk about two players on this show, and it's, you know, it's not like John Riggins and, and Sonny <laughs> Jurgensen. It's always Trey Johnson or, um, who's the other one? Daryl Pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you're Josh, it's uh, LeVar Arrington. <laughs> hey, man, there was you know there was some LeVar Arrington talk this week. That's uh, true. You could put a post up on the side about that. that yeah, uh, his uh, garnered interest. Yes, his uh, his agent has said that uh, apparently many teams have uh, have had some interest in talking to LeVar. And Which means like three. And yeah, and he's and he's uh, still re- recuperating from his uh, his surgery. But that, from his Achilles tendon, but that uh, basically he's hoping to pass physical in June so he can, uh, you know, get hooked up for next season that he's not ready to retire. So, you welcome him back. I welcome him back. I say bygones be bygones, man. I put, there's a poll on the site this week. Go to harryhogfootball.com, log in, get on the poll, and tell us what you guys think. We put a poll up, uh, you know. Should we show interest? Bygones be bygones, you know, so on and so forth. Heck no. Tell us your thoughts about Mr. Arrington. Yeah, also, John sparked some interest with his whole Keyshawn Johnson comment. All of a sudden, I looked and there's like 20 some responses to it. 22 posts on that bad boy. Comment. Basically, people saying, no way, dude. I know. <laughs> Sorry, well, some John. People were, uh, some people were thinking that it might not be a bad idea. Not everyone was was uh, talking against it. Well, all right, dude. But I'm most just people saying, he, you know, at his age and his size and everything, he would not be a bad uh, addition. He's probably going to come cheap. You're I'm sa- just saying. You're saying that he mellowed out in his old age too. I think he. I think he's much more interested in winning the Super Bowl than. Being uh, give me the damn ball, Keyshawn Johnson at this point. I think there's a lot of people interested in him. I think I think he's probably either going to go to. If I had to guess, I bet he he would end up in Tennessee or maybe Oakland. He's not going to go to Tennessee because he wants to win the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I'm just, he, he, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I have a feeling he could end up on the Eagles. To be honest. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, there's the Eagles uh, or the about, Giants. The Packers apparently were interested in him, so were the Dolphins. Packers, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it seems I, don't know, like... I just have this feeling some weird, like Tennessee or 
they'll end up going to the Raiders or something. It's, I mean, imagine the, that that combo with the Raiders out there, you know, him catching some passes. It seems like the could be interesting. Yes, could be. Could be. The Giants are going to need a receiver. Isn't a Monty Tumor like questionable or something? It is not a Monty Tumor. In any event, we've said enough about the Giants on this episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's not ramble on. But uh, we appreciate everybody writing in this past week. We had a lot of activity on the website, and and appreciate the uh, the phone calls and the I guess it was phone call and uh, the uh, emails that we got this past week. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and keep those emails coming in. Keep posting on the uh, website. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. Oh, wait, 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 guys. What? Random Redskin of the Week. Random Redskin of the Week. Got a good one here, a little uh, little Virginia love going down to the Redskins. We got wide receiver number 84, Gary Clark. Played for one double A, James Madison. He's a Duke. Right on. Opposed to a Duke down to Carolina town. Played for 85 to 92. I'm sure you guys remember some of the fantastic stellar catches he made in a few of the drops. Yeah, yep. Gary Clark in the day. Up. He was actually at the uh, Beach Blitz uh, last year. He was. He, he, he saw Gary was Clark there. Isn't he from down around Radford area? area? Yeah, he is. I think he is from uh, Pulaski County out there. Yep. And we did the Pulaski County. Pulaski. We did some, uh, we got some, uh, some up close and personal video of, uh, of Gary Clark at Beach Place. So if you didn't catch that, you can always go on iTunes and download that. It's available there. Ah, So that's yeah. the random Redskins of the week. Gary Clark, one of the, well, I think one of the best receivers the Redskins have ever had as, as far as like big plays, big times, big touchdowns. A lot of excitement. Gary Clark. One of and, the that's a, and that's something we haven't talked about either, but, uh, Beach Blitz is coming up next weekend in our hometown of Virginia Beach, Virginia. If, yeah. uh, you guys can get out to the beach, get on out, and uh, see all your favorite players at the beach place. We're not going to make it this season, or but it was pretty fun last year. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be a lot, a lot better this year. A lot more stuff. Oh, yeah, a lot better playing because first year last year. It was yeah, like okay. people were waiting forever in line to get an autograph, which was kind of sucky, but which was a good thing we had our media pass. Yeah, if we didn't have our media passes, we wouldn't have been able to get back there. <laughs> Of course, we couldn't get autographs with our media passes, but we could go back and be media and, you know, talk to people. So. Yeah, if you guys seen our, uh, uh, we, we had the exclusive first footage of Mark Brunel's broken finger. That's right, <laughs> matter of fact. Which is why he, which is why he ended up losing his starting job. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, on football, investigate. <laughs> with more coverage, commitment. Chopper hole. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, <laughs> right, guys. Alright. Alright. Alright, guys. So, uh, hail to the Redskins. And as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, you better do it. Choke him! Choke Bye bye. Bye bye.